Right, then it's seven o'clock. Shall we get started? Um, welcome, everybody, to uh, meeting number four of the Amenities Committee, 7th of October. Um, Joe, have we any apologies for absence? We haven't. No. We are say we're expecting Pat to join us at some stage. I, I, is, that, is that right, Mark? Yes, apparently, yes. Okay. Um, do we have any declarations of interest uh, for items on the agenda? Sorry, Judith, you said the 7th of October, it's the 13th. Sorry. You're right, it is. I've read the date that um, Joe sent the agenda out. Sorry, yes, Tuesday, the 13th of October. Uh, apologies for that. So, uh, declarations of interest? None as yet, Chair, but I reserve the right if uh, it comes up. Okay. Uh, Green Gates Community Project for me. Okay. Um, anything else? No, okay. Um, so, with no members of the public present, Uh, so it over to the agreeing signing the, the minutes of the committee meeting on the 11th of February. Quite Proposed, Chair. Yeah. Proposed. Okay. Second. Seconded by Phil. All those in favour of accepting those minutes? I wasn't there. I can't. Okay. So that's all of us apart from Ryan who wasn't there. Lovely. Thanks. Um, so we, we uh, accepted new terms of reference for this committee at the last council meeting. So it's just yeah. to note them. This was a sort of tidying up exercise to give us uh, a standard format for all committees. Um, over to you, Joe, for the finance report. Okay, on the uh, Appendix A of your agenda, there is a report which shows you what the current situation is in terms of finance. Right, so we're looking, looking okay at the moment then. Uh, Caroline? Yeah, can I make a comment that um, lines 4801 and 4802 actually say contract number one, contract two, and they're actually agreements, not contracts, I would hope. No, they are, they are contracts. You contracted to appoint grounds maintenance people. Well, it's called a service level agreement. It's also a contract. Well, I didn't think we'd awarded the contract to um, Northwich Town Council. We asked them to actually take over when Lionel left. So we haven't got a contract with them. We have until the 31st of March 2021. Uh, yeah, I think we're just getting yeah. hairs here. I mean, we, we awarded when we went out to tender. Um, the, the resultant thing, the, the service level agreement is in fact a form of contract so um is it would it be easy joe to amend the software to say sla instead of contract oh or, or do you want contract instead of sla i'm not sure well it says no, contract at the moment sorry it's uh, on the account it says contract number one contract number two. Oh, you can change i can change that to service level agreement yeah yeah exactly. i think that's just, just more transparent for people who, you know, uh, are just looking over our accounts. No problem. Chair? Yeah? Oh, I have hello. a point of order. Yeah? We've gone through declarations of interest. 
and I know there's two members present that should have declared an interest in an item on the agenda. Um, I think that aren't for help, hey, well, don't we just mention things? We're not making any decisions. No, you agree, you're agreeing finance and um, award of the contract for um, the boardwalk. Oh, right. Okay. They need, so, to be, they need to be declared. Okay. So, Helen, you're happy to declare your... Uh, you have to unmute yourself. We can't hear you, Helen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So sorry. Uh, no, I had my hand up for the for the uh, earlier one, but um, I checked with Joe this week in terms of declarations, and I'm just a volunteer. I'm not a member of um, Hob Haywood Friends Group, so I, I did check with Joe to make sure I didn't have to declare. Okay. And is that the same for you, Caroline? Yes, volunteer. Okay. Um, I I did just check with this yeah. with uh, Jackie Weaver today. Um, and she's referred me to uh, item number 12 on our code of conduct, which is outside body interests. Um, and it says here that if the matter significantly affects the financial interests of the body in which you have an interest, as how it relates, you need to declare that interest and you should not take part in the vote on the matter. What Jackie advised was what you need to look at is a member of the public looking at these minutes, looking at or listening to this transcript of the meeting, and could a member of the public reasonably consider that a councillor does have an interest in an agenda item? Councillor uh, Jackie Weaver also advised to err on the same side of caution at all times, and if ensure, just declare an interest. Okay. okay. In which, in which case I declare an interest in Hope Haywood Friends Group. Okay, thanks. So do I. Okay, thanks for that. A very active interest. <laughs> that does mean that you, although you can take part in the discussion on that item, you will not be able to take part in the vote. Okay. So, all right, so we're on to Hope Haywood now. To note, we've got two quotations for the repair of the boardwalk. Um, one of 7640 and one of 4800. Gosh, that's a big difference, isn't it? Yeah. Is it, are they like for like quotes? I yep. believe so. Yep, they are. Right. Please but remember, please remember, committee that we've been stung before in Frodsham by going for the lowest quote, but um, I am not au fait with what needs doing at Hobhay and how long it's, but it seems to me there is a, a vast difference between the two quotes. Would you like me to do an explanation? Yes, please, Caroline. It would be very handy, Caroline. Um, Basically, the one contractor has um, the facilities to get machinery down there, so can do the uh, job probably a lot yeah. quicker. Yeah. Um, and also historically has done work down there before. Good. Caroline, do we have an opinion on which one we should be going for there? For? Yes. Okay. Well, I propose yeah. that uh, we listen I, to... Well, we've got to be very careful here now because you've just asked Caroline to declare an interest, so she can't mm. vote on it, but now you're asking her to 
basically advisors on which is the better quote. Well, I can't it, help think. I can't help. Joe, let, let Joe have a say. I'm oh, sorry. In the original email that came from uh, Marco Sullivan, he, he did make a recommendation and that was to go for the lowest quote. Right. I propose we accept that. <laughs> so, yep. well, okay then. So are we all happy to go for the lower quote? Yeah. Shall we take a vote on that? Those that can vote. Yep, that's fine. Ryan, you weren't voting. I'm not Ryan can't vote. He's not a member of the committee. Oh, neither, sorry, neither Ryan. Than, uh, Councillor um, Williamson. Yeah, okay. So well, the, all of us that can vote, we're happy with the lower quote. So, Sarah, uh, can I just check, is Mally a member of this committee? Yeah. He is. It just, well, okay. Just just the agenda doesn't say so. But I, but I hold my hands up. Okay, sorry. Sorry, Mally. Okay, mate. Hi, uh, Joe. I thought I was on this committee because it used to be all communities, didn't it? Uh, you, you're not on the list as appointed uh, when we changed the committee structure. Right. If, if anybody wishes, we, I can bring this back to full council and you can look at, uh, do you want to make further appointments to this committee? You yeah. have a good idea. In the terms of reference of eight. Yeah. Okay, thanks for that. Ryan had his hand up. Yeah, um, Joe, it might just be an oversight, but on the website listed on this committee is just Judith, Frank, Mark, Helen, Lucy and Caroline. Yes, that, that oh. needs updating as well. Okay. That's why I asked if you could uh, have a look at the committee list and tell me if you thought that uh, you should be on a committee and you weren't. <coughs> right, uh, the next point for Hob Haywood, um, to note the calendars will cost £85 more than the approved cost of £300. Um, and do we want to um, contribute the extra £85? I propose we accept it. I'll second that. Right, all those in favour? Yeah. Thank you. There is, there is one more point that I just want to bring up here. Oh, oh no, sorry, I've got it onto the next one, that we're going to require 300 envelopes, which we haven't uh, costed for. So there will be an additional cost for the envelopes. Do we know how much there will be or is it um, unknown? I think we're looking at about £50. Huh? You want 300 A4 envelopes? No, 100. You're printing 300 calendars, so you need 300 envelopes. No, no 100 um, we've painted. We, 100. 100. Well, in that in that case, I, I have an invoice here for for three hundred, which well, is what was quoted for for no, three hundred calendars. No, it was a hundred. Would you like to see one? Because I've actually picked them up today. Right. Um, I've already circulated that, but if I can just find this invoice, okay, here it is. Well, it's a mistake on their behalf, then. It yeah, doesn't I think say it, how many. It doesn't say how many, to be absolutely fair with you. So it is just 100. Would you just like to see one? Not really. I've circulated it round. No, you, have, this, you can't have done this. It's hot off the press. Right. OK. Thank you, Caroline. So and how, much, how much does that cost, Joe? 
for the envelopes? Well, I'd costed it at 50, uh, 50 pounds, so it won't be 50 pounds, probably be more oh. like 30. Okay. Thank they you. will be on sale as from tomorrow. Right. So are we done on Hob Haywood? You've got everything mm -hmm. you need. Oh, Phil. Can I suggest that there seems to be quite a lot of what I call scope creep in the estimates we're getting from Hob Hay. They come in with one figure. The next meeting is jumped by a, quite a large percentage. All right, we're dealing in small numbers, but I would suggest that we ask them to be more um, specific and more accurate with their quotes. Make sure they've got the right quote before they come back to us for money. Yeah, that sounds sensible, Phil. With Joe, will you liaise with them on that? Could I, could I just make a point that the um, initial quote that, that we, we, we got was in 2000, July 2019 um, for the boardwalks. That was obtained from a contractor. Um, we then <laughs> wanted to apply for funding. So we actually went to awards for all. Um, we were then told that as... Um, volunteers we couldn't apply for it and it had to be the owner of the wood so all the documentation was given to the town clerk um, and things went very quiet so the quote that we had in July 2019 was one that we asked a con once we came to you at main council because it's now I mean at the time it was we knew we were going to have a problem with the boardwalks but this is gone worse very quickly because of the number of people who've gone through Hobhay. Plus we've learned that horses have gone through as well because of lockdown and numerous other things have happened. And so we went back to that particular contractor and asked them to revise or update their quote because it was out of date, because it was out of date from October, 2019. We then knew you wanted another quote. So we went to another contractor who I went back through a lot of the records because I could remember that we'd used previous contractors. And that is where the second quote came from. So the, the second quote is, 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 is the one that you've awarded it to. Yeah. So it wasn't that we had inaccurate things at all. We, it, if it had been done when we, we started on this project, it possibly, it would have been a different picture. Because Caroline, I don't, Caroline, I don't think Phil was talking about that. I think no, Phil I was talking about the uptake on the calendar and envelopes and everything else because they weren't mentioned at the last meeting. I know it's only small change to some, but- But we offered to pay for it ourselves. What we were asking for initially was the fact that it got paid through the town council because they could claim the VAT back. And that's where it came from. And then somebody actually made the suggestion that you pay for it all, so- It, it was I mean, me. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I mean- I think it's just, just a general point really, Joe, that um, when we're dealing with quotes for things, we, if you can just ask whoever's doing the quotes if they are up to date or, or if we take a long time making a decision check that they're still up to date before we, we vote on it yeah. i think it's a valid point phil yeah thanks right um so we're moving on to 53 um lucy's asked us to defer 53.1 
That's going to go to full council. Oh, it wasn't necessarily a problem. If it was just to be noted, um, I just thought there were a couple more things on the spec that we need to thrash out between us because we didn't get to meet properly. Yeah, on yeah. So um, just as long as to note that it's not completely set, set in stone, but that's where we're kind of at at the moment. That was okay. All can, I I just ask, can I just ask a question on that then? So are you doing the spec? I thought we were going to get professionals in. Yes, we are getting professionals, but we've got to have an idea of what we're going to ask of the professionals. Yeah. I think to, just for tonight, Molly, we're just noting that report. We're not getting into a debate about it because we're okay. not being asked to vote on anything. Okay. Okay. Um, 53.2, Lucy. Uh, yeah, so we've had a very kind offer from Ryan of some benches that are currently at the Queen's. And he was wondering if we would like to make use of them in Greengate Park. Now, there are currently a couple of flat areas where there's the old play safety surfacing where they could quite, quite go quite well. And I was asking Joe, what do we have to do to get this approved? And she said, if we have it on the amenities agenda, then we could hopefully take a vote and accept the kind offer from Ryan. Yeah. Can I, I mean, I'm going to go back before quite a few of you were on the council. We, our policy was that we would not in future buy, I presume these are wooden picnic type table benches. Are they? I don't know what they're like, but we wouldn't ever take on board any more wooden outdoor furniture. It would either be the very sort of heavy duty, hard plastic stuff, has to be low maintenance or like we've done at Churchfields where it's metal, because it's a sheer cost of maintaining wooden outdoor furniture is uh, very expensive. I think our last um, refurbishment of all of the benches that we own was quite expensive and quite time consuming. Can I come in, Chair, please? Yeah. Um, I think Councillor Pennington will remember, when I was mayor, we were offered two benches and it came to full council and the town clerk at the time said, we couldn't have the benches because they were not health and safety sensible for old people because the elderly had to have arms on the benches. They couldn't be picnicking benches. They had to have arms at the end of it. But my point on this is, and it's a very kind offer that the Queen's head have given but um, are we putting the cart before the horse? Are we going to have to play for bases? What insurances it is? We're nearly there. Can we not just wait? It's November soon. Nobody will be sitting on them till next May anyway. I go to the parks in all weathers. Well, that's up to you, but I don't, I don't see a 65-year-old going. Helen's had a hand up for quite a while. Sorry, Helen, yeah. Helen, then Phil. I was just going to ask um, whether we could use those benches as a temporary measure um, for the time being and have some restrictions placed on them in terms of uh, potentially what you were just talking about, Mali, health and safety. Just if, if the offer's there and if we don't need to maintain them in the future, if it's just a temporary measure. Uh, Phil, then Ryan, then Caroline. 
on two 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 issues on health and safety grounds. If they're good enough for a public place, i.e., a pub, um, surely they're good enough for us. Secondly, you mentioned disabled people being able to sit on the benches in in question. I'm registered disabled. I am disabled. I have trouble with movement, um, and I have trouble with my ankles and hips. But I can quite easily sit on those benches. So I just don't see the issue. And I think it, if, if we say no, it's, I think it, it looks to the outside community um, that we're just being penny pinching and small minded about it. I can't see an issue with accepting a, 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 you know, an offer made in all good faith. Ryan. Yeah, um, I'm aware there's a bit of an issue um, around this offer that I've made. Um, the offer was made because Whilst um, Ship Street play area is going through an options appraisal, I didn't see the point in this council forking out any money for benches. So that's why I made the offer. Um, they're, they're more than adequate. Um, they're just sitting in storage because we've had to reduce our uh, space outside due to social distancing and the table <laughs> having to be a certain distance away. Uh, they were sanded, painted and everything during the summer. Um, the clerk was made aware of it after the last meeting. I went through Lucy and Bernie and made the offer because I'm not a member of the options appraisal group or a member of this committee. So I went to Lucy and Bernie, who referred it to the clerk, who then rightly put it on the committee for this evening. Um, so, yeah, the, the original offer was made because I didn't want this council forking out money for benches whilst Ship Street play area was going through an options appraisal where they might not be suitable in the future. Okay, Caroline and then Mark. I, I really, Ryan's answered my question. I, I, I just get very sensitive about benches and people sitting on them and splinters and all the other things because we, over the years, we've stopped, as you said, I think it was Judith, that no more would we install wooden benches um, because it costs us a fortune one year to have them all sanded down and painted and, um, and also wood rots. And if somebody perhaps who is slightly larger or, um, you know, sits on them and they collapse underneath them, you know, it's the implication, the health and safety implications. Mark. Yeah, uh, with the benches, I don't think we'll be putting benches anywhere at the minute. The likelihood is they're going to be taped off the way we're going. Mm -hmm. Because they don't need to take them all off, don't they? Yeah, help me. You know, the way we're heading, don't we take them off? I mean, again, because I thought that when you mentioned benches at the last meeting, you were talking about somewhere for elderly people to sit. But, I mean, these kind of picnic benches have no backs on, you've no backrest and you've no arms. So I don't think they're really suitable for elderly people to go and sit on. So I, I, I wouldn't support us taking them. Well, it's supposed to be a multi-generational space, so perhaps the council would be able to invest in some that are more suitable for the elderly and accept these benches for people who are able to use them. With the greatest respect, Lucy, it's a nothing space at the minute until we get the people of Frodsham's consultation done and their choice for what it is. So for me, to put bases down at a cost, <sighs> To put signage there at a cost, 
the signage I have offered to do for free because oh. well let's stay with the no cost to the now. signage but that's the next point so let's come on to that next well, shall we have a vote on the benches first? Yeah. I, I can't vote on them. No. So, all those in favour of accepting these benches? One, two, three. We've got that three. Phil, Lucy and Helen. Um, and those against? Five. So we're not going to accept the benches. I just ask, uh, Clark, um, both the chair and Councillor Ashton are members of the working group. Should they not have an interest in this here? Well, Lucy and Helen uh, are too. They've already declared their interest. Lucy and Helen have declared their interest. And you're, you're, part of an no. you're both part of an options appraisal. Should, should you not be declaring interest in this? No. They don't have to. They don't have but, a personal interest in it. I'm just on the options working group. They're working on behalf of the council. I, I would say no, because it is a working group of council to which the people have been appointed. Yeah. Rather than, um, if you like, I hesitate to say the word lobby, but um, Green Greats Community Project is a community-led project, whereas the options group is a council-led project, would be my thoughts. Okay. The cloud is correct, Mr. Chairman. Sorry, what was that, Frank? The clerk is correct in what you say. Yeah, okay. So, do you want to tell us now about the signage? Yeah, so you've all seen uh, signage I've previously circulated about the five minute park clean to make it easier for people to be able to litter pick while they're using the park. I have bag dispensers that I could zip tie to the railings and I can print the signs out and laminate them. I just need permission to be able to do it and that's to promote the five minute park clean. Um, I'm, I'm trying to remember what the signs look like. Um, yeah, it was, it was literally just saying, keep the park clean, um, take a bag from the dispenser if you've got five minutes while you're here, if you see any rubbish, use the bag and then pop it in the bin provided and it's about... So there'll be sort of like cardboard or paper laminated, temporary signs? Yeah, just temporary signs and we can yeah. monitor it if it's good, we can keep them, <laughs> if they're no good, yeah, we I'm just, keep them. Just thinking of the ones that Joe did on the gates that didn't last very long, Joe. Uh, well, I'm, I'm just thinking we, we um, have a weekly litter pick there where if the rubbish goes in the bin, is there going to be any room in the bin for people to put their rubbish in if they've had a picnic, for example? I'm just thinking about emptying of these bins, where the bags are going to go. Yeah, it's I know just... that when Caroline and her groups do the litter pick, we have an arrangement where the bags, are, it's Cheshire Western Chester bags that they use and they can be collected. So it's got large amounts of litter when when I go there. It's just to make it easier for anyone who is a bit community minded who would be happy to pick some up for them to be able to do it. There's no cost to it. If we find a problem with it, we can take them down. It's there will be a cost if the bags need emptying or if they get split and the bin is full and there's more rubbish than that bin can actually deal with. That but the rubbish be. would be on the floor in the park anyway if no one had picked it up. 
Yeah, I think what Joe's saying is that we have a regular contract to litter pick anyway. Can I just add something out of curiosity? Yeah. You need to get fined, didn't you, for dropping litter? Yeah. Yes. Right. So there must be signs for that that you could put up that anybody. Oh, not on private land, and it's this is classed as private land. Helen's had a hand up for a while. I, I just wanted to say, in, in terms of extra litter, we are getting into the winter period. I don't think there's going to be a lot of people that no. are going to be down there having picnics, barbecues, whatever that might be. And I just think it would be a very good community interest thing to do to encourage people to, to take the litter home with them, regardless if it's a sweet wrapper or, or a, a, a pop can. Yeah, um, well, I living could easily be take a bag and take it home. I'm I as you're, you're only talking about laminated signs. I don't have a major problem with that. Um, as long as it, um, you know, Joe deals with them and they're properly um, badged for FTC. I think you know. I think they need the, the town council logo on them. Would that be okay with you, Joe? Yes, I can liaise with Lucy on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is everybody happy with that? Saying yeah. that we're not talking major expense on signs. Yeah, okay. fine. And the, the poo bag dispensers, you say you've, they're just things you've fastened to the railings? Uh, yeah, just things that are in, these are, these, if we're having rubbish bag dispensers, we've actually got dispensers that could be zip tied to the railings already and similar for poo bag dispensers there are quite a lot of dog walkers there at the moment so um, yeah. yeah just things that can be easily zip tied to the railings yeah okay well as long as you're liaised with joe saying that they're ftc badged can i just yeah. add, add one more point uh are we providing the poo bags do i need to uh purchase poo bags i've got quite a few of those that judith's given to me already that haven't been used so we could start off with some of those and see how it goes Joe, oh. Joe, if you talk to Jackie she's got a contact at Cheshire Western Chester they provide them free of charge thank you right on to agenda item 54 footpaths um now, Caroline, you had a list of footpaths that I thought you were going to provide for us. Did well, you? to be honest with you, when I got the stuff that the town clerk sent through, it has just confused the situation because the lists that I have um, don't correlate with the lists that came from Cheshire West. Um, the, the problem is... Um, First of all, the interactive map is great for seeing where a footpath is, but all the lists refer to a number on a footpath. So you have to correlate all the numbers with the lists. So the map becomes useless because you can't find it. You have to use the old, very old Frodsham footpath map. That, that's not correct. Uh, the only map that Cheshire West have to keep is the definitive map, which is the online mapping, which is what 
that is all they produce. And that is the, uh, the footpath reference they're asking us to use. They're asking for any issues that the council may have with any of the footpaths to be reported through their normal reporting system um, using the online mapping. It, 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 it isn't particularly that. What I was trying to get, and um, the guy that I was dealing with earlier on this year, they're putting a list together for going out to contract for mowing them and keeping them so that they're passable. I uh, also provided that list of the um, the paths that are actually on their contract list. Yeah, well, you see, well, is that actually what's on their contract list? Because that's, that's, come, that's come directly from Pete Atkinson. Uh, uh, that's what I was going to ask who it was from, because the one that he sent me doesn't correlate with that one. So I don't know what he sent you, Caroline, because what he sent me is the official list from Cheshire well, he West. Didn't, he didn't. It was just a, a word document that he was he sent to me. Right. I, I can't but, comment. But but he, the numbers he uses to here are all the ones that are on our old map. This is what they've used. So all the numbering has come from our map. But they're not using those maps anymore. They're using the definitive map, which is the online mapping. But how do so they... The council may wish to use that, fine, but Cheshire West aren't using that. They're using but, but, the But, but, but how, do, how, how do you find out, when you go onto that map, how do you find out which footpath correlates with one of the lists? What, what it's, got the footpath num it's got the footpath numbers on. Yeah. Well, that's the same numbers, Joe. It's the same... Yeah. So I'm not sure what you're arguing with about, Caroline, to be fair. The I'm same not arguing, thing. I'm just observing that on the map, that is the interactive map, there are no numbers. So you oh, have to... There are, there are, because that's how I've looked from one where one path goes to to the next yeah, one. You have so to it's have layer. And it shows you where 11 starts and where it finishes. Right, well, that's possibly, I haven't done that layer. I, I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah, you can, if you go on to there's I think there's like a plus sign at the top, and you go on leisure and uh, yeah, and I, you I, can you get, it'll it'll show you bridleways, footpaths, um, boats. What's the other yeah, one? Yeah, all oh, of those. So yeah. you add data. Effectively, you you click on the add data, and then you add the layers of data. Well, Pete Atkinson said to me that he was making a list to go out to contract. And if we wanted to add anything to it, we needed to let him know because they go out, they measure it. I mean, the list that you've that they've sent through, which has come through from um, Cheshire West Public Rights of Way, it gives the grid reference and the length and the width. Though no, they don't have the width, but normally they have the width as well because it's that's how it's all costed up. Okay. But this is um, where. The discrepancy came with the footpath that goes from Bradley Lane across to Watery Lane this year, yeah, and I actually yeah. ended up cutting it myself. With um, Helen, Helen, then Ryan, and then Frank. I suggest we broker a meeting with Pete Atkinson, um, so we can actually get a definitive list. Of we have that though, Helen. That's what he's provided. That's what he's provided. He's provided a list of also the paths which yeah. are on their contract and has said anything else that you spot, put it through to them through their reporting system. So I can ask him to a Zoom meeting, but he's not going to be able to tell you anything other than what he's already told you. OK, well, I think probably just for clarity, for clarity, it might be useful to have a quick Zoom meeting. And then if we know 
as you've just said, the avenues we need to go through, then we can put down in the manner in which he's used to receiving that data. I think that might be helpful. Thanks, Thank Helen. you, Helen. Uh, Ryan. Would this not be easier to just go through the town clerk rather than duplicating work for a, a, someone, um, you know, that's providing data to Councillor Ashton and then providing data to the clerk? It seems silly that we're creating two lots of work for somebody here. I think all these sorts of things would go through the town clerk, really. They shouldn't be gone off on a tangent. And, and... But historically, I've gone out with the people from Cheshire West because we've visited every footpath because there are ones that belong to the town council and there are ones that belong to Cheshire West, or that's how it used to be. Yeah, yeah but I'm, I'm, sure that, I'm sure that's true, Caroline, but I still think you should be referring to the town clerk. When you well, I did. I mean, this okay. is... I... Can we let Frank have his say now? Frank? I, I have all the footpaths at home. Everyone. Yeah. All belong to West Cheshire and Chester. Yeah, okay. This council only owns one that runs alongside the other down Bradley Lane to Obey Wood. Right. And why they're doing this, which some of you do not know, why they're doing this, registering and hoping you, if you do find a sharp one, report it to them immediately. Because if they're not registered, by the year 2026, you will lose them in project. That's the only day. I don't need a new officer at West Cheshire to tell me any footpath. If you want the, if you want the evidence, Clark, through you, Chair, I will provide it to you. But we only own one, this down Right, okay then. Chair? Yeah. I think Ryan had a very valid point that we, yeah. we're, coming up, we're coming up against this time and time again. And this is no disrespect to Lucy, Caroline, anybody, but it's about time that we went back to basics and everything should go through the town clerk because after all, that's what she's employed for. Area. Yeah, well, I think that, that's, where we were going with this, but um, I do understand Caroline's position that in previous years there's always been a councillor or more than one councillor um, that's got involved with public rights of way and worked closely with uh, Cheshire West and Chester. But yes, um, I think we, we want do want Joe to coordinate all of but this. Can I just read out? We had an action plan in 2017-18. So don't, I'm not going to bore you too much, Ryan but it's just worth noting that we had a section called Public Rights of Way, and it was to work in partnership with Cheshire West and Chester to ensure as many footpaths as possible are maintained to allow access throughout the year, to work with local people in setting up new or supporting existing groups to look after specific footpaths. And that's how it used to be. Yeah, I, I get that, but my point is if there's an issue with a footpath, we should report to the clerk and the clerk reports it on our behalf. Well, that's what I've done in the past. Well, then why are we getting two lots of information from the same person that seems to be different information that it's because created this confusion, it's created a 20-minute conversation on here about it? Because at the end of the day, footpath costs, are they are just 
building their budget. And what we want to ensure is that the footpaths get actually cut yeah. because there are a lot of footpaths around here that actually got cut twice this year. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. But what my point is that it should all go through Joe. It shouldn't be you going off and emailing an officer. It should be you emailing Joe and going through the proper channel. But I've, I've done that in the past. Well, have you done it in... Well, and Pete, uh, Pete, Pete Atkinson, will, he, will, he will contact me and say, can I show him exactly where, I'm, where, where we're talking about? Well, I think the officer should also know the processes to go through the park as well. And that, yeah. that's, their, that's their correct process. And should that, they should be reminded that, of that as well. Okay, so are we done everything that we need to do on footpaths now? In progress. Yeah, okay. Can we move on to service level agreements then, agenda item 55? Um, can I just ask you, Joe, why we have litter picking for certain pieces of land on both service level agreements? We've got Lowther's doing it and Northwich Town Council. Are we not doing it in different areas? Uh, Bear with me a second. Right. Which particular, uh, where were you thinking? The play areas, apart from Ship Street, because that wasn't on the service level agreement when we set up with Lowther's. Um, they do, I say, they Top do. Road Playing Field, Lowther's do. They do. Yeah, they do. So, for example, if we take Park Lane, they do 14 litter picks there a year, which rough, just a bit over yeah. one a month. And then when Northwich Town Council go in to do the um, play area maintenance, they do a litter pick while they're there. Right. So it's not duplication. It's done at different yeah, times. Done at different times. OK. Um, now, we, we know that the Ship Street um, Community Orchard wasn't on. Was it because no. that litter bin wasn't getting emptied? That's so right. now is. Is that going to go on to the Lowthers? No, that's going to go on to the Northwich Town Council, and they're not making any extra charge for that because they're there anyway. Okay, um, and then the, the Ship Street grass cutting is that now on the Northwich one or the? We're doing that as a one-off, right? Than that, having it on a regular. That is on the Lowthers uh, service level agreement, but just as a call-off. Yes, so they've never they've never done it and never charged. Right. Uh, Northwich Town Council were a lot cheaper. Judith, Helen wants to speak. Sorry, Helen. <laughs> Unmute yourself, please. There we go. Uh, just a question. I thought we discussed when we um, lost our grounds maintenance person that was employed by FTC. Did we, was there some discussion I can recall back in um, maybe October of last year when we said we might have a look at all the contracts we have for grounds maintenance and maybe try and bundle them and go out to re-procure to see if we could get a better deal? Was yeah, that that's something that we normally start doing roundabout now. Okay, and is that something that we want to consider doing so that we don't have potentially this duplication of effort by two contractors? But yeah. There isn't any duplication of effort, I have to say, Helen. They okay. do do very, very distinctly separate things. Yeah. Okay. But this, this making sure that we've got everything that we want on the service level agreements is a starting point 
for going out to tender. Yeah. I'd be more than happy to, to support Joe just to, to pull a, a service level agreement together that may mean we could go out to seek um, a, a more, more efficient, more value for money quote, possibly. There, there are a few things to consider. For example, uh, one contractor is able to do play area inspections and another isn't. Yeah. because of the, what, the qualifications that they've got. So it's not quite as simple as saying, here's one big contract now, who's going to do it? Uh, for example, uh, the community field is cut with a flail machine and you know that is one set of things. And then mowing around the play areas is a totally different ball game. Yeah. Both I contracts are in place until um, 31st of March next year, 21. Okay. Mally wanted to say something. Has any councillors got any complaints about the contracts that are already set in place? Because I, for one, have never seen, and I hope Councillor Frank Pennington agrees with me, I've never seen the cemetery look so nice for a long time, Frank. Mally, I agree with that. It looks absolutely marvellous compared to what it used to be as well. Yeah. Can I support that? And thanks, Councillor. We've never had grass and and tidy place yeah. than ever before. No. Congratulated, off which town council do. Okay. Um, can I just add, Joe? It's been brought to my attention by um, actually by Lionel Rimmer. Um, he told me the other day that um, Lowther's are damaging quite a few of our trees on the Ship Street Community Orchard. Now I haven't looked at them myself, but. Um, because that, that was, I think, certainly when we had uh, Lionel in post and before him, Paul, they were very good at yes. you know, keeping an eye on the, the contractors. So I think that's one of the, the downsides of not having our own um, estates manager. But uh, I don't know. I don't know whether, um, I mean, I know that Caroline and Helen, are you, are you okay with the, the way they look after the community orchard of Hoppe? Sorry, Helen, you, you, you've had your hand up. Do you want to speak first? Uh, uh, only to come back to the point I was trying to make, um, whilst I agree with what you were saying, Joe, different contracts can, can do different things. What it, it, it might be um, worth doing is just having a look at what Frodham Town Council require in terms of ground maintenance as a specification. We might possibly be able to put that into lots. I'm just trying to suggest, you know, there may be value for money in going out for different lots for things, just as a consideration. That's all. I mean, could we not look at the different activities and see which ones could be bundled together? And if specialised people are required for certain activities, um, because we actually got a safety check done, didn't we, at short notice last year? You know, there, are, there are other contractors out there. If we're already happy with what we've got and we there's a lot of us on the council here who go round to the cemetery on a regular basis that go to where the grass cut and the litter pick. If we're already happy with that contractor, what is the point in doing going out and then we've done it before, Caroline. We've gone out, we've had a cheaper contractor and we've not been happy. In my book, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Exactly. Yeah, but bear in mind that we 
we are duty bound to go out to tender. It's what we go out to tender with. If we want to break it down into sort of smaller chunks of work. And um, then, then you end up with many different contractors, which yeah. is hard to manage. Yeah, but the, at the end of the day, the decision would be ours. If we have one contractor that, that um, wants to tender for three of our mini uh, contracts, then they can be put together as a single SLA. Um, you need to bear in mind as well, for example, Northwich Town Council do the 49 uh, hanging baskets, the 11 uh, lamp baskets, they do the watering, that was a big part of that contract, they yeah. store the baskets for us over winter, they fill them, they're self-watering baskets, it's quite a major part of their contract. I just think it's incumbent of, of us as, as a government body to make sure we're getting best value for money. So I'd quite like to have a review just of what, we, what we're receiving. Um, we may decide to bundle them or not, but I think a review would be useful. Happy to work with you on that, Helen. Okay, well, Joe, how do you want to, to handle this? Do you want to just have a, a little working group to just go through the SLA? And You've got the SLA there. Hopefully you will have had a chance to look at that before the meeting. Um, however you want to take it forward, I shall uh, do what I'm told. Right. Until March of next year, I prefer that we stick with what we've got. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I think well, we're, not, we're, not, we're not talking about making a change before then. We're talking about looking at what work we want for the next year we've got to go out to tender before march because we want the contracts awarded in time for the I, work to start in april i so with this with this thing i i agree with the clerk it'd be far too messy i think if you if you're getting the quantity work that you're paying for why mess it up leave it as it is it's cheap enough and they do things for us for nothing. It'd be stupid to, to go to alter things. I, can't, I just can't understand. I think you do it for the sake of talking. Yeah. Okay. It might be altered. Just a need for review. That's all. I can mention some contracts that this council has never altered for the last 15 years. But I won't tell you what they are. Find out yourself. <laughs> if you've been here, sat here as long as me, you'll know the difference. Well, uh, perhaps then what what we should do is, if you all, if you've not had a look at the service level agreements in detail yet, go through them and write into Joe with any suggestions about Perfect. what might might go where. I mean, we might just want to put it all together as one single contract. I don't know. Perfect. Perfect. Um, and then if, you know, if Joe can see any significant changes, but otherwise we'll, um, we can stay with them as they are, unless, you know, there are some serious things that could be moved around. Or, I, I mean, I don't know, Joe, whether the likes of Northwich Town Council could take on both service level agreements, whether they could cater for that. I don't know. I would have to ask. I know they don't have the equipment in-house to do it. Right. Like, like the big, the major grass cutting on the community field, for example. Mm. There are other providers out there, though. Yeah. But we are dealing with the best in the county. 
Well, we, we've had our ups and downs with contractors. I mean, it's like when we split up the uh, planting the hanging baskets and watering them, and that was oh, a disaster. Having nightmare. a different company coming out to water them. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Can I leave it as it is and, and every councillor right into the class? Yeah, okay. If you'd all just review them and make your suggestions to Joe. Okay. Well, what, when, Joe, would we need to go put everything out to tender? To well, you, you look, you're looking at budget setting November, December. So as yes. soon as possible, really. Okay. We can always call an extraordinary amenities meeting to look to pull it all together. Yeah. Good okay. idea. Okay, thanks for that then, Joe. But I mean, as I say, there wasn't much on there that I'd got the query on other than uh, the Ship Street play area and, and the Ship Street community orchard were things that perhaps needed just tweaking. Okay. Um, so agenda item 56, Memorial Bench, Frodsham Hill. I've had um, a telephone conversation with a gentleman whose very young son sadly took his own life and he's asking if it would be possible to install a memorial bench on Frodsham Hill for his wife and him to sit and reflect. Well again this is another one where we've had a policy for some time now, no more benches. And the policy, I looked at the policy Judith and that relates to street furniture. But we also said no more on the memorial field because we've got so many. And church fields. Um, seven or eight, I think, haven't we, on the memorial field? It's in minutes, but we don't get any more. You're quite right, Chair. Yeah. Mark's got his hand up. Right, yeah, Mark. Is the one falling into disrepair up there? Yes. It's worse for wear. I don't know who's yeah. put it up there. There's one, there's one rusted through. Yeah. Rusted through and everything. Could that not be removed? Once gone. But they're all memorial benches, so we can't really... I don't know. You see, the, the problem, again, is once we've allowed a bench, we we then have to maintain it forevermore. Yeah, Chair. It's, yeah. It's, it's not a memorial one. It's, so, it's just a steel one that was put up there when we first started off. And where is, is it at, at the, the top of the hill by the War Memorial? When you're walking up, yes. Oh. Well, I propose that we could do a memorial bench, but we could specify that we would want it to be a metal memorial bench. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, we're, we're still overrun with benches on the memorial field. We've got five around the uh, the war memorial, haven't we? Yeah, um, plus the uh, AA and another one. Yeah. Can I just say something? Can I just yes, say Pat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I sympathise with the parents because it's devastating to what's happened to their family, and I appreciate that's what you want to do. But once you open the door for someone, then you open the front door. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Pat's right. Well, 
That's uh, the chair. That's why we started putting labels on the mum. Yeah. Instead, instead of keep buying seats. The, yeah. The admin centre up there, surely. And it's put, not. Could they put a plaque on a bench up there? Yeah. Can they yeah. put a? Can we uh, get them to put a plaque on a seat up there? An existing one. Yes. 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 On the I don't know how that would go down well with the people who bought the bench originally and, and you know, as a memorial to someone else. What about you can get the plaques that like you have in the cemetery that like, it could go actually on the ground itself when you buy the memorial? Yes, there's one there. Um, I think you've got to be careful, you know, because you have to remember that the War Memorial's grade two listed and we yeah. have to be careful what we put around it because of the conservation aspect. Yeah, but them two seats in front of the in front of the red belongs to the Crudgeon Town Council. Yeah. So, or maybe we could give them one of them then. Yes. Why not? Um. Well, again, you see, if we do it for one, uh, you know, what do we do when the next request comes along? Yeah, that's why. That's why we we didn't let Mrs. Butchell do it. She put one at Cowards there, the seat and the plaque. I'd just like to add a comment that it's obviously a complete tragedy when anybody passes, but with the nature of us being someone particularly young, it's just it's just very tragic and it, I think it would be a nice gesture to be I think and to. I think you're right, Lucy, in the and the way that he passed as well. I think, you know, I know that uh, we are sticklers at Frodsham Town Council for rules and regulations, but I think on the odd occasion, um, through... Well, I, I just think that it's making it very, very difficult for the next request, because if we do it now, then, you know, when the same thing happens, how are we going to deal with it next time? Exactly. Maybe what we need to do is find a better way in the town uh, to have some kind of memorial area in the town. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the, the memorial on the hill is there for the, you know, the people that passed in, in the wards. Perhaps we want a different kind of memorial for, for people. That have... yeah. Ryan. Um, it's Mental Health Awareness Week. Uh, it was either last week or this week. And um, This week. Could we not do something as a council, maybe one bench to recognise mental health awareness for people that do just want to sit and talk with a friend and then we could perhaps ask the parents and say look we can't dedicate it to your son but we are buying a bench we're putting it down and it's for everybody in Frodsham that is affected by mental health and it is for people to go with a friend to sit and talk for people to sit and reflect on people they've lost and I think that would be a suitable way around it. Um, and it would also, I don't know, I, th I think it also makes us look like we are we are aware of mental health as well and we're, we're being sympathetic towards that. Well, Corbis is driving me mad, but you know what I mean? I think, you know, it's, it's, it's a nice idea. I, I, I don't disagree with you, Ryan, about having something like that. Maybe a better place for it would be somewhere like Castle Park, where there are nice quiet areas where you can go and reflect. But we'd have to talk to the trust about that. 
Yeah. Would little Would little Park consider it? Mark, I've no problem. It's the people opposite, Mark. I think I'm It's the people. The trouble is on the play area. It tracks the youth. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Well, okay. I, I, I think where we're at now, um, I think we we don't want to go down the route of putting a, another bench on the hill, but we could go back to the family and say we're in favour of having uh, some kind of memorial or, you know, sort of reflection bench yeah. somewhere in the town, and we can work with the family to find a suitable location. Could we not replace one of the ones that Frank has already suggested is rusty and have, you know, and, and suggest that that is a replacement and although it's not dedicated to any one individual it is there and the parents will know that it's it's there you know for their son and for anybody else that is affected we've, we've already said that it's rusty and needs replacing well I, I don't know I mean we need to go and have a look at it but I mean I, I thought all of the ones on the hill were memorial benches yeah they are memorial benches yeah yeah so Joe do you think you could go back to the family with the only thing that belongs on the hill is the trees. That's all. Uh, uh, it's people like that. It's happened to people like that who've died suddenly or Can like you, Ashton Drive and different tree? places. You can put a tree. Anybody can put a tree on the hill. No, no, because we again that was our policy, no more trees. Because it's all very well no paying more. a few pounds for a, a little tree, but then the council, the community, has to maintain it for, for years to come. And, uh, what about naming one of the community orchards after the lad? Yeah. Well, look, I think you've got to do something, Judith. I, yes, yes, I agree. Ali, yeah. uh, what I just said was that we're saying no to Memorial Bench on the Hill, but go back to the family and say we're happy to discuss with them a suitable way of, well, like Ryan said, a, a reflection bench that people can go and sit on, or whatever. I'll go with that. Um, we, we, we can't. We can't decide tonight. Sorry? And we have to talk to the family about what they want. Yes. Especially if you want it to be for the rest of the town, for anybody else who's going to suffer a, a tragic bereavement like this. Yeah, right. yeah. I think that is good. What I can't remember his name. Ryan suggested. Yeah. Okay. No. Are you all okay with that? That we that Joe goes back to the family and looks for an alternative way of dealing with this. Yes. Yeah. Are you okay with that, Joe? Yes. Okay. Right. Agenda item fifty-seven. Cheshire West consultation shaping future health and well-being services. There's a, uh, this is a consultation about, um, well, basically about the leisure centre. Oh, do we want to put in a response collectively as the town council, or are we all going to do it individually? Uh, I, I've already done it individually. Um, I would be happy for the council to submit a response as well. I've done it individually as well. I don't know um, if I was wasting my time because unfortunately when it comes to Cheshire West and Chester and consultations, 
they have a way of doing what they want to do. Mm. So, Sorry, Lucy, but it's just the way it's been in the past. I think they've already signed a death warrant on it. Do you do? Hope not. Yeah, Mark. It's just started moving all the lesson facilities to Ellsbury down this consultation. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I think it's it could, it could happen. I mean, they, they won't say that they've already decided that's what they're going to do, but... I, uh, think, I think we'll lose the lesson centre, the library, and the houses no home for that. That's, oh, I think that's a... I, I, well, it could leave a Mali. I think it's a foregone conclusion. Well, you know, that... that Let's face it, that, that's the opinion of a lot of people that the the um, hidden agenda is to get rid of the leisure centre altogether. Hopefully we'll get rid of the library as well. Um, but do we want to put a, a collective response in as the council or do we all want to do our own responses? I feel quite strongly about this because we need that for the youngsters of project. So if they've got that in the pipeline, the seed's obviously been sown already. We need to start our action plans to keep in this now, don't we? Because it might be too late another 12 months down the line. We've got it all started. Um, I think we should uh, respond as a council as strongly yeah. as we can. Yeah. Because I, I, I will, I've seen the, doc, the document, I've looked at it, and I do intend to fill it in myself. But I understand what you're saying about the way CWAC just have their own methods. And, and ways of doing things, but surely if if we as a council respond um, with a, with a you know a strong voice and say mm. we're either for it again, whatever we decide, um, I think it should ought to carry more weight. Whether it does or not is a different kettle of fish. But I think we should respond as a council. Right. I mean, the way I kind of responded to it myself was that it it needs money spending on it and. It's not overly fit for the purpose the way it is, but it doesn't mean get rid of it and leave us with nothing. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I, yeah you're right. So can we download a hard copy of the, the, the consultation document? Uh, or, how are we going to come up with a, a joint response to the, the council on behalf of the council? I think because the way that it's set up at the moment, you can only do an individual response. It doesn't give you the option to say this is a collective response. So if you were to send me your responses as you've put them, and then I can put them into one document and email them to the officer. Right. Okay. Yeah. okay. Thank you. Can I just ask, can we ask though why they're having this consultation? What's behind it? I think they tell you that in the in the sort of supporting documents. They do in the blurb. But Joe, can I ask you to circulate to all councillors because we don't want to just go in from amenities committee. I think we need the views of all councillors. Yeah. To, to feed into it. And um, I'm looking here. I, I think the date for response is the first of November. That's right. Oh. Need to get right. So I need that in from everyone by the first of December. Yeah, I've had Right. Caroline. Caroline. Yeah, I think we're defeating the objective. All we're going to do is send our own personal responses and then send them in again. It, you're duplicating. It's, it's like the planning committee, isn't it? That you either answer as an individual on a planning application 
or Frodsham and Frodsham Town Council answer as Frodsham Town Council. Now, if there are other points that we need to make more strongly as a town council rather than as an individual um, because of the implications on the town, that's how I would think we should do it through us as a body. I, I, uh, Chair, I, I, I'm in agreement. If they're not the ledger centre down and the library and put it at the back of the school, at the grammar school, I think if you allow that to happen, then that's the way you're going to get your new swimming pool. Make it all one, like in Ellesmere Port. Yeah, but Frank, they're not talking about putting it at the high school. They're talking about putting it in the new sports centre at the far end of Helsby. So it's not fair to have residents. What used to be the BICC club, Judith? Yeah. yeah. The, the, the social club's coming down. They're building a new one behind um, Tesco. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm putting all this at the BI, what used to be the BI talk. Yeah. A long way from London. Yeah, all residents of London. It'll be ready in, in January. Sorry. It's but ready in January. Chair. Yeah. Chair, I agree with Caroline. I think we should send an individual letter to the people who are doing the consultations on behalf of the people of Frodsham. Yeah, I agree. Right. But we need to. We still need to feed that into Joe. What we want to go in the letter. Perhaps we could all send Joe a paragraph about what our thoughts are, and then Joe could amalgamate it and write a strongly worded letter that encompasses all of our points. Yeah, yeah. it's all right, Joe. We'll put you up for the Booker Prize. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. Uh, right. We move on to fifty-eight. Um, Christmas tree and Christmas lights, Joe. Uh, this is just to note, as it's on the uh, as as on the agenda, that the new light bulbs are being fixed, along with um, I can never say it, catenary, catenary yes, wires. wires. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and where are we now? That should have started on Sunday. I'll check with KDE, unless anybody knows. Yeah, they did. I Yes, it did, Joe. It woke me up on Sunday morning at six o'clock. <laughs> they had to go out really early so that they didn't need a road closure. No. Uh, Sorry. Mark, have you got something to say? Yeah, just on the Christmas tree itself, the lights on it. I yeah. Think, I think they've had the day. They're done. Yeah. <laughs> They're yellow and, and yeah. miserable. Whereas the rest of the street, they've got lovely walking sticks or sticks yeah. or not, depending on your... Yeah. Well said, Councillor Neil. I just think they look, and again this year, you've, we've been through hell. I mean, I don't know, they just get a pack. Do you have blue lights for the National Health? I don't know, but they need uprating lights on the tree itself. Yeah. They don't. They don't. Very good. Yeah. Okay, well. Can I ask Joe, uh, Madam Chair, about the, is there an insurance claim we're still waiting? We're not paying for the new strands in Church Street, are we? We'll be paying for them initially, and then once we've paid for them, then that's how when Zurich kick in. And um, yeah, uh, so Liz is dealing with that at the moment. So it is going through on an insurance claim. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. Okay. Um, well, the Christmas working group, we've been puzzling for weeks now about what we can and what we can't do. And we're having to change our plans all the time. 
Um, and what we've gone to Joe with and said is, can we have a super duper fantastic Christmas tree this year, which is pretty colourful, not just the uh, sad old uh, tree with uh, a few lights on it. Um, I, Michelle McNulty on the working group has got in touch with um, a big Christmas tree company who will do the whole shebang for us. Um, and I've asked her to liaise with Joe, um, you know, because it's going to be expensive. But, you know, yeah. because we can't have the parade and you know, we're, we're looking at all the things that we can do that will uh, not constitute an event as such. Um, we're not going to announce when the light switch on will be because we can't attract people to Main Street. But we are we are looking for things to do and we don't really want to go public on anything very much. But the, the main thing is um, just making sure that, that Joe can um, sign the, uh, the bank transfer to pay for the, the tree and the fancy lights when we've selected something. I don't know, Joe, whether you've had a meeting with Michelle yet. No. So, I think uh, I think uh, Councillor Neil has made a very very valid point. Let I mean we've not spent a lot of money this year. We haven't spent anything on Halloween. I know we don't have to spend it, but can we not brighten these kids' lives up and all the people who have lost somebody by having an actual super duper tree this year? It's a one off. We may like it next year, no matter what the cost is. I think we've got to make an effort this year. For the kids and for the older people because they love to see the christmas lights i agree with that yeah that's yeah. what she just said yes yeah. Yeah. yeah okay so that's yeah. really all i can say about christmas so far good because it is october <laughs> right so moving on to number 59 winter planting um and this has come up um for a conversation that we had with Ryan the other day about how sad our hanging baskets were looking. And um, I asked Joe if she could find out about the cost of a winter planting. So we got something nice through the winter. Over to you then, Joe. Uh, you've got the list of costing here. This has come from uh, Northwich Town Council who currently provide the uh, summer baskets. So the cost is effectively the same to fill and supply the baskets. Uh, the only thing that we don't actually know about is the cost of watering. Uh, we know that it's not going to need anything like as much water as during the summer, but until we know what the weather's like, we don't know what that cost will be. Well, again, you know, we're having a super duper tree for the kids. I can't see why we can't have hanging baskets to make our uh, high street, church street look uh, smart in the winter. I said, uh, Chair, I said that last year, didn't I? Yes. Well, shall we try it then as a one-off for this year yeah. um, and yeah. see how, how well it, it goes? It might be a total disaster, but we don't know. Um, Hopefully yeah, not. thanks, Ryan, for your suggestion, because I think so it will just brighten up our days. you need a vote on this, Joe? Yes, please. Yeah. Okay. So, well, it's... You want to propose her and second her as well? I'll propose it. Looks like it. we're all in favour. I'll um, propose it. So Phil's proposed it, Frank's seconded it, and all those in favour. Yep, that's all of us. Thank you.
And is that it then, just your report now, Joe? Yes, it's quite brief. I've already um, mentioned to Council Neild and Council of Pennington uh, where we are from tomorrow. Uh, the new regulations mean that people should work from home if they can do so. There are restrictions on people meeting indoors with people not in their household or outside of their bubble. Um, I think this is the last hybrid meeting that we're going to be able to have for some time because we shouldn't be, meet as from tomorrow, shouldn't be meeting like this. There's a couple of questions that I wanted to ask, particularly to Pat and Mark, as to do you have internet connection at home? Do you have a webcam? And could you possibly, if you have some support to do it, get on with Zoom meetings? Yeah, I, I can Zoom. It's just a call for Frank, obviously, because Frank's not internet savvy, so to speak, but I can Zoom. What about you, Pat? Yeah, I agree. But it's just, I don't know. Right, it's it's yeah, um, it's like I work from home at the moment, and I do miss the actual interaction with actual human beings. It's not good for you being working from home all day, but there you go. But yeah, I'll do that. Okay, so then, that Frank, that just leaves you, really. Um, yeah. And I was thinking, I mean, it was mentioned by Councillor Dawson some time ago, do we need to invest in some equipment to make sure that all councillors can effectively get into the meetings? So, for example, if we were to look at the cost of providing some sort of tablet where you wouldn't need to have internet connection in the home, but we could pay as you go, that sort of thing, whether you'd be prepared to do that. Or, I mean, the other alternative is to dial in. I'd have to, I'd have to give it, I'd have to give it a, a think over. Joe, have we had any guidance yet from Chalk or Nalk? No. Well, perhaps we could wait for, you know, to see what their views are on it. Their view, I know, I know their views are that we should not be meeting. We should no, not have Because they, they, they did have guidance on hybrid meetings, that's what I'm thinking. It's not uh, not advisable. I feel very uncomfortable being here as well, if we, if we could just put it from that point of view. We aren't in each other's bubbles. We're not part of each other's households. I'm very careful about caring for my mother. Um, and I just want to make sure that everything is absolutely safe. Okay. Ryan, did you want to say something? No, no, it's fine. I've thought about it, Robert. I've, I've just I, done a, I did a quick call round earlier today just to ask what other councils were doing. Northwich, Cuddington and Barnton are not holding any hybrid meetings or any physical meetings at all. Everything is being gone, done on Zoom. And I think there's 20 councillors over there at Northwich Town Council and they are effectively managing it. Yeah, Phil, did you want to say something? Uh, no, other than that, we, we, we need to be seen to be above and beyond from the point of view of uh, sticking to the, to the new guidelines, which we may not all like, but uh, and that is going to be that precludes hybrid meetings, unfortunately. Is this because we've gone into a high risk tomorrow? Yes, yes. So when one goes in the high risk, the House of Commons. No, we're in we're in tier two. Um, Liverpool's in tier three. Um, so tier tier three, tier two says you can't meet with people from another household indoors. So That's in, it. One goes into tier two. Yeah, I think it's, it's a bit of a, a, a grey area because workplaces are different. They, what they, they they're actually saying is socialising. Well. 
to my mind, a council meeting isn't socialising. But um, that's why great. I say let's, let's wait for the guidance from um, NALC and CHALC. Well, we know what the, the main people are doing, Cheshire West and Chester, are not doing any hybrid meetings at all. No, they're not. I'd just like to add that um, I'm, I'm completely in support of providing any equipment to anybody who may need it if they would like that assistance. Yes, you're right. You're yeah, right, yeah. Lucy. Yeah. I, I'm like the clerk. I don't think it's the same, no. Les Way. I, lo I love you sitting down the table and rollicking you <laughs> when you talk. <laughs> That's what... That's why we prefer it this way. <laughs> That's what I like. I just like to see you here, Frank. Doesn't matter how we see you on a phone, on an iPad, but you've served this town for a long, long time and you shouldn't be stopped from having your say. Well, yeah. I won't. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Good lad. There's only the Lord who take me. <laughs> okay, then. So we'll. Um... Was there anything else, Joe? I have nothing else, no. Okay. Can we close the meeting then? Uh, just note the date of the next meeting. 8th of December. 8th of December. Right. Thank you.